0: Farming is a great way to live. The blue skies, the fall months of bringing in the harvest. the sentimental picture-taking of your children sleeping in the tractor cab, you know, all that crap. Well, you can check that garbage at the door and crack a beer, because we ain't playing on this here podcast. We're the uncles that not only think before we speak, realize it's probably inappropriate and then say it anyway, because we are the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. Boy named Sue. You know, in this day and age, you can't. Johnny Cash couldn't even record that song, The Boy Named Sue. Well, this is the Dry Line Farmer Podcast, and this is your host of the Dry Line Farmer Podcast, Brent Carlson. With me, as always, is my co-host, Landon. Landon, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good, Brent. What do you know? Man, I know. I don't have all my cotton out, but it's getting close. There was a nice, nice frost on the ground this morning, and as everyone knows, south of Oklahoma, if it frosts, you don't do cotton that day. But um, we'll get it out eventually, because we don't have really any other option but this is episode whatever number i know it's december we'll say it's that we're in advent how's that is that does that a date at very good landon can we just say it's season two it's season two this is season two
1: i like that we're in season two we're in the midst of the sophomore slump of the dry line farmer podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) god you could say that again
1: (laughs) Well, thanks for that
0: positive reinforcement there, Landon. Well, everybody, we and we before we go any further, we want to reinforce the fact that we are on the Global Ag Network, and that thing is up and running on the website at, uh, let's see, what is it, globalagnetwork.com, pretty simple, pretty to the point. Uh, they're still working out a few kinks to get all of our episodes out there and through the website, so I know Delaney and Mike and all their internet nerds or whatever they call them are working hard because... As we all know, websites kind of suck if they don't work right and everybody gets pissed off. So, we're going to be patient with that. But uh, nonetheless, today, what are we talking about? We're kind of getting all over the place, but really, um, we've got another new segment. And I didn't tell Landon what we were going to call it, but I wrote it down anyway. And uh, we have a new segment today, and I bet you've never heard of this one before. But our new segment will be called odds of being a stripper and we'll give our ratings on uh what this uh the subject of this uh segment will be so also we're going to kind of it's kind of be a two-parter not only is it going to be odds of being a stripper it's also going to have a little sub segment to it called whose fault is it so look forward to that to our second segment of the dryland farmer podcast and where do you find the dryland farmer podcast that's on itunes that's on Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all those good places. You know where it's at, and uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, that's at Trader Brents. So where you're gonna find it, where it drops. And Landon's always gonna retweet it on his Twitter page, which is where you're gonna find that Landon.
1: No twit, Landon forty four. Very nice, Landon.
0: So yeah, find it all those good places. So Landon, uh, we had. I got a couple stories. Uh, I'm gonna have a uh, let one of my kids listen to this in about 15 years. My six year old, because I'm gonna tell on him a little bit here. And also we were castrating cattle yesterday, and apparently I didn't know you could do this, but uh we have a cordless drill and they have a new attachment you can put on there, and it actually works pretty awesome. Not only does it work awesome, they are sponsoring this episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. So let me get into that. So my six year old, he um he he's uh he he's quite a little character. He's quite a little guy, but uh He uh, sometimes he um, he's still learning to master that toilet pretty good. You know, he he's he's a stall guy. He always has been. And I don't know why I'm like, dude, you are at the top of the food chain. You stand when you pee. But for some reason, he likes the warmth of that seat, I guess. But anyway, he has an accident. He kind of he goes in between like the seat and like the bowl. So it kind of. You know how much pressure six year olds have. So, anyway, one day he had an accident and he, and he came and told me about it and he felt bad and everything. It doesn't happen often at all, but this time it did. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, you, is it a mess in there? Oh, I cleaned it up. It's like, oh, okay, well, that sounds scary. So I go in there and I'm looking for like the paper towels all enrolled and everything. And I don't see the paper towels enrolled or maybe he used the TP, you know, he like used a whole, maybe a whole roll of that to soak it up. No, no, what do I see? but a let's see what is it it's about a 10 inch by 15 inch hand towel huddled up right next to the toilet in the floor soaking up all of his business and um i kind of stood there in shock and i stood there and all It was shock. it was a shock and all urination is what it was Landon. and um i'm like you know i I'm glad he left it there because chances are he would have put it back up on the hand rack and I would have not known the difference. I mean.
1: It'll well, dry out eventually.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it does. And urine <laughs> is sterile. So, I mean, I guess it's yeah. about the same as hydrogen peroxide, really. So, uh, little man, um, no more. I told him no more. Let's use paper towels. Or just tell me next time and I'll come. But uh, better yet, let's stand. Let's
1: just yeah. stand. In about seven or eight more years, you're going to have to be watching out for those hand towels. Say,
0: Let so it be that. Be- Stop it. <laughs> Stop it.
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: They're going to dry a little stiffer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a terrible person, Lenny. That's my six-year-old you're talking about. I know. So anyway, I had to tell on my six-year-old for a little bit um, and uh, give him a little grief there. So, But in an unrelated but kind of related subject, um, I was talking about uh, our cattle working, and maybe the Working Cows podcast could uh, lend their uh, knowledge into this. But... um, yeah, I didn't know that like this. I don't know if it's a new invention or it's been out a while, but we have a nut cutter, and um, so you're uh, uh, castrating these bulls and you know turning them into steers. And it's uh, anyway, you know, used to we'd just you know cut the cut the baggy, you know, cut the ziploc open and yank them out and just you know we we'd have if they were very big, you know, we'd have crimpers and everything and we'd crimp them so they wouldn't bleed. And any you of know, the bigger they get, the more they're going to bleed. So you want to you know initiate clotting as soon as you possibly can. So my dad came across this and I don't even really know what uh, actually, um, the brand name that's uh, covering this podcast, this episode is uh, the circle jerk (laughs) uh, nut cutter. And, um, but I tell you what, anyway, so it looks like kind of a, like you hook it into your, uh, drill chuck. And you got to go clockwise because apparently nuts. <laughs> apparently the uh, nuts are right-handed threaded, landing. They're not left-handed threads, so you got. Well, no, I take that back. They are left-handed because you got to unscrew them clockwise. So it's not righty tighty, lefty loosely. <laughs> it's uh, nutty outy, righty or You know, clockwise. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Anyway, but that's the way they're designed. So you you, you know you cut the ziploc open, you pull them down, and the the and then you get up there and you crimp or you um, you know crimp them like you're a doctor. And then, well, for the I wasn't there. So for the first two days, they didn't for some reason, they didn't know that there was a high speed and a low speed on this thing. And now, I thought everybody knew this, and we're all pretty intelligent people here on the farm, but uh, apparently, they didn't think there was a low speed on there, and they were ripping these things out on high. <laughs> and they said those nuts were flying 20 feet across the pin, man (laughs) i mean you got a fresh one to the face it was i just only wish that they would have videoed it because that would have been awesome but um now of course everybody knows there's two speeds okay this actually there's three speeds on some of them this is a milwaukee so it's got two speeds and you know you've got that little torque you know the torque gauge you can torque it down torque it on and then you got your hammer hammer uh Your hammer stroke, that's, is it a stroke? You know, your hammer drill option, and then you got your drill option, then you got your nut driving option. And you would think they would go to the nut driving option, but they were on the screw option. And anyway, so, um, and they had it on low torque, so they kept kind of, you know, they (laughs) they kept loading up the battery a little bit. I'm like, just turn the torque up some. Anyway, so, but long story short, these calves were probably these are just some stragglers that we didn't get while we were working when they were you know 150 pounders these guys were probably 400 pound bulls and they didn't bleed a drop and not only that these bulls didn't even flinch you I mean you know when you brand them I mean, they you know they go nuts but
1: you know <laughs> they go nutless
0: <laughs> they go no that's when you cut them but uh I mean as soon as that you pull the trigger it's like Whoa! I mean, they just stand there. It's almost like you're <laughs> doing the opposite to them, you know? But, and they just, I mean, it, I guess the reason they don't, they don't, uh, bleed is because you, like, twist the, you know, the sphincters like, you know, 30 times. I don't know, before they they come loose. And, that they don't bleed a blit. Not only do they don't bleed, you know, your infection rate goes way down. So, pretty amazing contraption there. Just get your Milwaukee drill and, uh, your, uh, our version is the Circle Jerkers, so um, which is our a great sponsor this half hour. I ho- Delaney didn't uh, she didn't um, approve this uh, sponsor, so hopefully <laughs> uh, hopefully the uh, Global Egg Network people won't won't get mad at us. But uh, yeah, so they're gonna sponsor us this hour or this episode, and uh, it'll be a great and wonderful thing. Landon, any comments on the on that?
1: keep that damn thing away from me, Brent.
0: Let, yeah, I just uh just be glad you got a girl when it comes to the bathroom thing. I'm sorry for everything else that it's entailed with having a girl, but as far as the bathroom, you've kind of got it,
1: well, I don't know. Yeah, hand towels are going to be the least of my worries. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's going to be oh, landed! I swear, man. I you can go to a that. dark place, dude. Kimmy, you're going to have to wash him off or wash his mouth out or something when he gets home tonight. So, anyway, well guys, we're looking forward to our new our new uh segment odds of being a stripper. And whose fault is it? All that after our commercial and then Radar Ricardo is here with his one-of-a-kind weather forecast. Is there snow in that forecast for the Texas Panhandle? We'll see shortly with Radar Ricardo right after this. Well, hello
2: everybody. This is Jason from the Castration Station and we bring you the latest and greatest in technology when it comes to castrating your bulls. We bring you the Circle Jerk Nut Cutter. This is a painless and a infectionless and a bleedless tool when it comes to castrating your bulls. All you do is you get your corded or cordless power drill. You stick this bad boy in the end of that chuck and then you go to spinning. First you gotta cut that ziplock bag open that those things are held in. Pull them out and then clamp down and turn that puppy on. But make sure, make sure. You're on the low speed, because you heard about that time when the blanket, the fan. Well, when the nuts go offline, it's every man or himself when it comes to the circle jerk nut gutter. We have three different options. We have high speed, low speed, and medium speed. But you really only want to lose the low speed. And there's different torques. But it, let's be honest, you're not driving a half-inch bolt. I mean, you're, you're twisting nuts off of a bull. so that's all we got to ask for you. Uh, ask of you. Hey, here at the Castration Station, we've got other great tools. We've got rubber bands, we've got scalpels. we even got great red sauce. If you want to take those things home to your tailgate party, the Castration Station brings you the Circle Jerk Nut Cutter. Bye now. <laughs>
0: Check out the forecast. Oh. Hey, 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 this is Radio Ricardo and then I said you, will bring your podcast weather update. Well, Brent, man, I'm looking at the forecast, Vato, man, I hope you got your, your algodon out, out, out already, Vato, because, man, it's going to be chilly for, like, days and days and lots of days, Vato. Man, this is, like, this is going to come out, like, on, on a Wednesday, like, Wednesday, man, the day this comes out, it's going to be, like, the hottest day, if you want to call it hot or whatever, for, like... Days and days. It's going to be, like, 50 on Wednesday. But then, Vato, after that, 37, 34, 32, Vato, eh, hey, 36, 42, man, by Monday. Vato, man, I hope you got your gloves and your socks. And, man, you better get, like, all the, uh, the wooded up in your house, Vato, man. Because, I mean, I'm not... I mean, we're going to come over and, like, get some or whatever. Because, I mean, Diego, he all he does, all he wants to do is, like, tamales, shimishangas Vato. I mean, we're over here, like, watching Drunk History. And he, like, watched... Diego likes to watch The Voice a lot, man. And then, like, there's this other show, like, the 90-Day Fiancé, battle, And then, like, Days of Our Lives. I man. That that show is still on. I like my soap operas, you know. There's always, like, Roman and Marlena. Hey, you remember the year Marlena, like, got possessed by the devil or whatnot? It was all cool. like, for the whole summer, Bato, I remember I always had to go check the water and then, like, come in for lunchtime. And, like, I'd watch Deidre Hall and, like, all the other actors on there, like, do a crazy time. And then, like... One Life to Live, General Hospital, and let's see, Santa Barbara, uh, what was that, Another World, Bato? Like, yeah, there's like ties. I don't know, there's like all kinds of white people on there. I don't think they had one, the Chicano on there, Bato, man, I don't know. Man, I tell you what, that's one thing Mexico and like South America has on the Americans, Bato, it's the soap operas. Well, hey, this week's Try not Farmer podcast brought to you by the Castration Station Nutcutter, Bato, it's member... Those nuts are left-handed threads, Vato. So righty, Lucy. This is Dryline Farmer Podcast. right Ricardo de Serio. Back to you. Well, thanks a lot, Ricardo. Once again, hopefully that snow stays away so we can get that cotton out. And into the module, then into the gin, and then into my bank account. So, all right, guys. A couple new segments for you. Coming at you. Here we go. All right, if you couldn't tell from that lead-in music, it is time for Odds of Being a Stripper. All right, I almost messed it up again, Landon. I almost said that STR is hard to get out. Day four. Day four, yeah. Okay, our first contestant, our first ever contestant for Odds of Being a Stripper is actually... Now, it's a little girl, but... This is for in the future when they're adults, so everything's on the up and up. But uh, I'm sure all of you have heard about all of you have heard about this story about this chick that named her kid A B C D E, and she got on a Southwest flight, and before she got on, she went up to the got up to the gate agent, and the and the gate agent got a hold of the boarding pass, saw the name, and started mocking the kid. But we'll get into that here shortly. But um, anyway. So I've got three different news sources here. I've got CNN, I've got USA Today, and I've got um, what? The Washington Post. Yep. Looks like the Washington Post has got the most details of this story. And um, so the title of the article is "A little girl named ABCDE was mocked by a Southwest gate agent. The airline has apologized. Dunder Mifflin still knows how to do business." <laughs> A Texas mother is calling out a Southwest Airlines employee who she said mocked her five-year-old daughter. Da- Landon just got the Dunder Mifflin joke. A Texas mother is calling out a Southwest Airlines employee who said she mocked her five-year-old daughter's name and then posted a picture of the small child's boarding pass on social media. Tracy Redford told ABC affiliate KABC her daughter's name is ABCDE, which is pronounced Absidy, you know, almost like Absinthe but not quite
1: absent-minded <laughs> absent-minded maybe not the kid
0: not the kid no 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 no. redford said the incident occurred several weeks ago when she and her daughter were preparing to board a flight from santa ana california home to el paso texas redford told the station that a gate agent at california's john wayne airport saw ab we're not going to say absinities we're going to say abcde yeah. <laughs> saw a- abcde's name and started pointing laughing and talking to other employees about redford and her child and all the time she was screaming,
1: we are all gonna laugh at you!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then she burned the prom down and got after she yeah. got blood poured all over her head.
1: And then her brother Qwerty showed up. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Qwerty. <laughs> oh man! So and uh, so the quote the uh, the mom said. So I turned around after the uh, gate agent quote unquote mocked her. So I turned around and just said, "Hey, I can hear you." And so if I can hear you, my daughter can too. Actually, I think she's making a little presumption there because she probably had her earbuds on in her iPad, you know, or whatever. Anyway, she goes on to say, I'd appreciate it if you just stop, she told the station. She added, while I was sitting there, she took a picture of my boarding pass and chose to post it on social media mocking my daughter. It was actually brought to my attention by somebody who had seen it on Facebook and reported it to Southwest Airlines. And after two weeks of doing a formal complaint, it took her two weeks to do a formal complaint, Landon. Southwest hadn't done
1: anything. That's amazing, because at least she's persistent, because it took her, obviously, about two seconds to name her kid. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Well, yeah. I, Yeah, pretty much. She just uh, looked at her keyboard and started coming out yeah. with the names, you know. It's got to be five letters long, lady. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, there's only... There's like... She got two vowels in there, so I guess yeah. she got that going for her. So anyway, the story goes on to say, South, Southwest Airlines has since apologized, saying that the social media post is not indicative of the care, respect, and civility that the airline requires from its employees. All they require is jamming in 134 people into a sci- uh, into a tube where you have three inches of leg space past your knee, if you're lucky, and you're in the emergency in the emergency row. That is, if you don't refuse to uh, uh, to uh, what is it? They ask you if you accept the responsibility of opening up the opening up the door in case of an emergency. No. I mean, how douchey do you have to be not to uh, take that responsibility so you can get that freaking first class leg room?
1: Yeah, I mean. I've only flown twice and they're always like asking me. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just want my four ounce Coke. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: I want my four ounce Coke and my 17 peanuts, please. Right now. (laughs) And I want my flat ginger ale right after that. So, yeah. um, Yeah. If you're if you're in the deal where you don't accept responsibility, you probably might need to see a therapist. But uh, so anyway, they go on to say it's like, yeah, we take great pride in extending our hospitality to all of our customers, which includes living by the golden rule. Uh, and all this and all that, so, um, Southwest kind of cowers down to this, uh, customer, which, on the flip side of it, this, what kind of knucklehead posts something like that on Facebook? Why does everything have to be on social media? I mean, I love Twitter as much as the next person, but... I mean, you know that everybody knows who's posting this thing because it's going up on your Facebook feed. Yeah,
1: and airlines are kind of taking, you know, things kind of serious nowadays. So you think they'd be trained not to put anything online.
0: Yeah, I know. Even, I mean, if you cut one in front of a flight attendant, they could charge you with interfering with a flight crew with no problem. I mean, 9-11, you know what? Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, so Landon, th- this kind of all leads to the point. Uh, whether this child is going to grow up to be a stripper uh, with a name like Absidy, it's like you know what, Landon? She couldn't go with L M N O P. Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> you know, I've been. Mean. They couldn't call her.
1: <laughs> they could have called her Limnop. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've actually been doing that too, Brent. I've got I've got a few a few good ones <laughs> and like J K L semicolon. You've got effigy. <laughs> <laughs> effigy. Hi, Jackal. Hi, Jackal. I was kind of thinking of Z like- Zizab, if you go from the end over to the other end. Zizab. <laughs>
0: how, yeah, I like Qwerty. Now, Qwerty is a good one. Yeah, Qwerty's on the keyboard because it's got a vowel in the middle. You know, I mean, um, if you look under everybody that's listening at your computer, just look at your keyboard. I mean, you can come, this is like that Seinfeld episode once again. It's like I'm gonna name my kid Seven. It's like what? I mean, this kid is gonna yeah. grow up having problems anyway. Why? <laughs> why burden with a name like Seven? True. Like, how about you know? How about Mug? mug costanza <laughs> here's <laughs> yeah. a good one jack lemon <laughs> jack lemon how about uh asdf
1: you know i'm just going on the home roads so like calling him astiff yeah or you could do like the the will of fortune and call him russell russell knee <laughs> yeah i was like
0: uh, i mean the keyboard even has actual words like insert home what's wrong with page up you know i mean they'd be better than page down uh delete control shift shift noland i Ty. like that shifty noland Ty, <laughs> Ty. escape escape <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know between OP, Limnop, and Querty; those are some uh those are some good stripper names so landon this brings us back to the question what do you think that what kind of odds are you giving this kid of being, growing up to be a stripper
1: so somebody whose name is abcde i would say you have that,
0: a, but you say it absody
1: i know but that's that's more I funny mean, this way
0: I guess Is it the same as Tiffany Or, or you know <laughs> I don't know Tiffany or Janice I would say the odds of let, let, it, let I gotta interrupt you here What do you think There were like Back in the 20s We have Gertrude Coming to the stage Everybody <laughs> come up here With Gertrude Right after that We've got Dot <laughs> And then Gladys Coming up for your headliner Stay Stay with us tomorrow As Florence <laughs> <laughs> And Gertrude Makes re- a reappearance D- Let's see what's another old
1: name? Yeah. How about Doris? Doris, she knocked out the house last week. <laughs> what does what does Rodney Dangerfield say on caddy uh, caddyshack? I bet you were something before electricity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, baby. Want to earn ten dollars the hard way? <laughs> way. <laughs> oh.
0: but oh, okay, Landon. Now we were getting back into your uh, ranking here. So uh, tell me, what do you got here on this? What are what are your odds?
1: Would be. 10 20 30 40 50 percent chance
0: 50 percent chance well
1: just by the name alone but then you have to factor in that she lives in el paso so i put that up about 85 percent chance is there a donkey involved (laughs) in this show (laughs) yeah i don't know about that
0: tijuana tony you know
1: (laughs) so okay here i'm
0: going to take it up a notch what do you think the odds are that this mom is a stripper right
1: now Uh, i I mean it took
0: her two weeks to file the complaint it's true I'm giving so I'll give. I'm gonna say that you filed complain complaint on a
1: Thursday afternoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I know, it wasn't it wasn't prime time. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't at the eleven o'clock hour at night. I'm gonna give the mom about a seventy five percent chance of being a stripper. Now it's gonna be like a spearmint rhino. I think she's a higher end because she was in California, and so maybe she was you know working that weekend and picked her you know picked her kid up from like the daycare or whatever over there and. Rancho Cucamonga or whatever kind of crazy name they have over there
1: Tracy with an I Tracy with an I
0: Tiffany with an I well Tiffany yeah Tiffany with an any you know when I stop and think about it most a lot of girls names that end an I could be trouble you know like Tiffany Candy uh, let's see what else Kimmy (laughs) tell me tell me her name ends (laughs) in a Y please (laughs) does it end in a Y Lennon Kimmy come on you know I love you Tomorrow night's going to be a rough night. It is, I know, right? Okay, so um, so that was the first segment, odds of being a stripper. We're giving this kid a 50% chance she grows up. So 50-50, I mean, it's a head, it's a coin flip. So this, and I think this next question is pretty easy to answer. Whose fault is it that this kid grows up to be a stripper? I mean, it's obviously the mom, right? I mean, she is naming this kid something off- Not even off the keyboard, just the first five letters of the favorite, uh, You know, the first song we all learned in school, the alphabet song.
1: This is like the least effort put into naming a kid in the history of the world.
0: Yeah, well, let's see. I'm trying to think of any more simpler names, you know, which I've always had this problem with Richard and how Richard got to Dick. He's like, you know, if you stop and think about it. That first Richard, he had to be the biggest asshole there ever was to to get the nickname Dick and get it to stick to Richard. And yet, everybody's naming their kid that, you know, (laughs) back in the day.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, if you're going to name your kid after some letters, why don't you do something like that's helpful? Like, name your kid I before E, except after C. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's pretty... uh, Except I don't think you can fit that on a Scantron now. And I mean that'd be one. I think that's a new Twitter handle for Landon. I, I before e except after c. Yeah. What are some other grammar mistakes, Landon? Well, I tell you what. One thing that drives me crazy is effect and effect. How people, I know, I know I'm right because I look it up. People are getting that crap wrong all the time. Effect and effect. It's there's a big difference, and I don't know why that drives me crazy, but it just does.
1: Here's another one. like kind of was going on what we talked about before you so elegantly insulted my wife. Yeah, well, you know. Using using the letter, or using I as the last word in a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was... You know what? According to you, it's the last letter in every stripper's name. No, I
0: didn't. I said it's a possibility. (laughs) You know what drives me crazy? It's like, who made these rules? I mean, if you... I mean, yeah, using the wrong word, that's different. But, like, grammar, like, who says ain't got no is incorrect? I mean...
1: I don't what know. S- nothing happens? You I ain't got say no problem it. with that. No- Here, here's another one, Brent. I'm going to see if you can if you can actually make this work. It says using the word "me" as the first word in a sentence. Can you think of a sentence where "me"? I don't know. Maybe "me thinks this is a stupid <laughs> question." <laughs> "Me love you long time." <laughs> I don't me know. Lo-
0: oh shoot. But, uh, uh, yeah, so we're losing here. So, Landon, I also have a little, uh, a little, another little side story here. Everybody looks at these stories, and a lot of the time, if you get on that the Daily Mail website, that English uh, website, they've got lots of, I mean, lots of all these different side links, you know. When you go down, and they've always, always, always got the picture uh it's the picture of the two hot chicks getting arrested it's like do you want to know who's getting arrested in and it's always got your hometown <laughs> and they've always got them in a bikini and handcuffs, and they're <laughs> in the part you know in the cop car at the beach i'm like hey yo last time i checked we don't have a beach in hereford texas yeah. did you just say handcuffs. <laughs> Pancuff? i probably did knowing me i probably need to blow my nose again but uh... i'm like nobody in hereford texas is walking around in a bikini and getting handcuffed that is a posing uh, posed shot if I ever saw one what are some other ones here um, oh yeah and that disgusting miracle food like right here um, it looks like a I don't know Oh, it looks like that stuff that we twisted off with those with the uh, circle jerkers <laughs> I mean seriously they've got the most disgusting thing you can ever see in a picture and they say it's a superfood you could give up your Lipitor. You can give up your uh, blood pressure medicine. You don't even have to take your insulin anymore, diabetics. It's all good now. I mean, the clickbait has really gotten out of hand, I mean, to be honest with you. And, I mean, I fall victim to it a lot of the times, but I, I know when to click and when not to click. So, and, you know, at the end of the story, they talk, The you know, a lot of the uh, social justice people always talk about the, well, you're just name-shaming this poor kid. And uh, once again, you know, I don't know if I said it before, but that flight attendant or the gate attendant she's not mocking the kid she's mocking the mother that gave the kid the name a b c d e but exactly uh,
1: nobody's making fun of a five-year-old no
0: well i've seen landon do it before but yeah um name shaming you know what they're you know what i think they're doing i think that they are shame shaming they are shaming the shame that's going on in this story and i feel personally offended by it and i don't know how to, i don't know really how i'm going to react to it
1: yeah this woman is just so sick because she looks like an idiot well, Landon, that's, la- that's last
0: <laughs> call. Gertrude is getting off the getting off the stage. So, everybody, until next time, we hope you keep listening to this Dry Line Farmer podcast, and we'll ask you each and every week, what side of the line are you on? The Dry line Farmer podcast brought to you by Circle Dirt Nut
2: Cutters. We've been busting nuts since 76
0: the dry Line farmer podcast now a member of the global ag network all rice reserved 2018